It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your host, Jim Bob Shorts, and tonight we're welcoming back a show friend and one of my early guests on and doing these podcasts, Jody Albert Moss. Man, Jody is a really, really cool guy, you guys. I love when he comes around and has conversations with us, man. He's he's just real calm, cool, and collected, man. He's, he's a really cool fella and really inspirational, man, and just somebody that I can relate to and I think all of you can relate to and if you remember from episodes past you you're going to be right on in and having a good good episode with him man he he deals in like arcturian energy and he deals in just all kinds of spirituality type stuff and you know Jody's a real smart guy man and he's been around long enough to be able to tell us a thing or two so I think this is going to be a real fun episode and a real good chance for some of you to check out somebody you may not have heard yet or even make you want to go back and check out some earlier episodes of the show because that's just how it works here man I'm, i just keep producing it you can, you're always welcome to go back and find the episodes when you feel like you need to find them or however that works man that's just that's just how it goes it, we like to keep on going here at unconstitutional awakening the podcast because that's what we're about is bringing that unity and bringing people together from different walks of life and showing that we're more alike than we are different man because that's what it's about right there because at the end man we are all the same i cannot stress enough how much we are all the same but of course anything we talk about tonight and of course how you can get back to everything that we share dealing with jody and stuff like that you'll be able to find over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com you're home for everything us man we've got a lot of great stuff going on over there from links to get back to everybody that is here on the show and links to watch us if all you do is listen and listen if all you do is watch us. You can listen to us right there on the website. Man, there's links on that homepage to even get back and get you some of that sweet unconstitutional awakening merch like these shirts or these all-in stickers we've been giving away, man, We we which we're going to continue to do for a while. So y'all make sure y'all getting over there and answering those questions. I don't want the same two folks answering them every time, but if that's what it comes to, then that's what it's going to be. I don't care. And you guys just keep on keeping on and keep on supporting us because we greatly appreciate each and every one of you out here doing that. Make sure you also check out our friends in Liberty, Kirk Elliott, PhD, Peachy Key Creations, Ammo Can Survival, Brett Pike with Classical Learner and Homeschools Connected, and Pure Pet Wellness with CBD products for your pets, man. All these people are great folks trying to bring a difference in this world and show folks that there's a whole other side of things aside from the tyranny and the corporatization that's been thrown upon you throughout everything else like that man so 
get over there and check out them, them friends and liberties bars and check out anything else on the website. You can get back to links to all of our socials and where to follow us, like on Facebook, Captain Conspiracy and the Freedom Pirates or Defeat the Media. And coming soon, I'm told they're going to make a couple unconstitutional awakening. Uh, well, they're already made. They're just not public yet. But the Twitter and the Instagram and stuff, y'all just keep paying attention, man. All right. All else, you can find the rest of us, like I said, in our links in the podcast and more section and in the host section. We've got all kinds of great links up there for you guys, man. So I guess uh, I guess I'm going to quit rambling and we're just going to hop on into this thing, y'all. So let's weigh anchor and set sail on this guy. And good evening, everyone. As I told you guys, we were having my buddy Jody back on here for the first time in a while. And tonight's Bandit and Luis are joining me. So it's it's been a while, Jody. How are things been, man? How are you going? Eh, it's all good. Just getting through the winter. We're getting a major storm today. So I've already been out with a snowblower once and I'll probably have to go out after this. I think we'll get about eight inches tonight. Oh, God. Yeah, well, well we haven't great. had anything. So yeah, now nah, we've we've got nothing here. I've got rain. I got rain. I only got rain. So Just a, we got like a sprinkling of rain and like 40 and 50 mile per hour wind gusts. Oh, yeah. I'm getting wind too. Oh, yeah, it's we, freezing outside. Oh, it was. We didn't get the wind, but I'm sure everybody in my area would be having some serious PTSD if we got the wind. So, especially after all those tornadoes last the other week. Yeah. That's been a, that's been a fun, fun thing to watch for sure. So how's uh I, I've seen that you've been working on your podcast for uh Jody, how's that been going? Well, <clears throat> big learning curve for me. I'm not a techie guy, but I'm figuring it out. I'm just using uh, I guess it's anchor or load it up to that and away we go. I, I'm moving to podcast because I'm moving away from social media. Just tired of the shadow banning and you know, I put in a lot of time, three, four hours, maybe more a day, and you don't nobody sees your posts, so it gets a little discouraging so i'm moving to youtube and podcasts so uh, and my, uh, my podcasts are just going to be i do some short ones that are like maybe f- between 10 and 15 minutes and i do one that's like 30 minutes um and it's just what i do in my social platforms I, i'm just sharing what i do in my life um instructing guiding and but i know at least putting some time into those platforms it's it's a lot better people are seeing it and i have the stats i can go check the uh, analytics and it's it's more informative eh? yeah so that's why i started the podcast yeah well i mean in in a sense you know podcasting kind of is more of the the future sense of things you know there's there's tons of issues left and right when it comes to social media you know you, you you've got on top of the censorship and all of the shadow banning and stuff you do have like Facebook's practically crumbling. Like we, we talk about that pretty frequently. Like they're losing money quicker than they can shake a stick at it. And Twitter's a wild place to be right now with Elon Musk taking over, of course. And, uh, you know, I, I was actually just talking to a, a previous guest that I had recently in some messages about the shadow banning and stuff. And she asked me, she's like, well, how do you get through it? And I was just like, I just keep posting. Like, I mean, I understand that people might not see it or whatever, or it might do good on one platform or not another or whatever, but I just, I just kind of keep posting. Well, it's not just that. I think it's the decline in uh, society's trust in like mainstream media. If you've noticed like CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, uh, it's just that your news platforms are, have even talk shows 
the the numbers have taken a, a steep drop. People don't get any type of information really from those news sources anymore. They outs they they go to um, your independent broadcasters, uh, podcasts, and people's websites online. I, it's it's just the way things are going. I believe. And I mean, there's now what one tactic some people are doing, which is still a hard tactic, is they just create new accounts constantly. So some people mm -hmm. will have twenty accounts, and then basically are they're playing. Let's <clears> see <throat> what the hell who sticks in the in the course of like throwing out content. Let's see who goes stronger first. We actually know somebody that does that unsuccessfully. I might add, but he does it. But uh, when you get, I mean, yeah, when you, I guess you know when you're suffering from the uh, social media was about. I think it's peak. I think social media, as far as we know, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, has peaked already. I agree with that. Uh, it's peaked already. Well, you know, in the podcast thing, I guess that's why I've, you know, I've I've stayed on the game as far as just constantly posting content. You know, I made I made mention of this in the opening segment that I filmed that like. I, I do put out a lot of episodes. I don't release them almost every single day like I was. I kind of give it a space maybe every other day, maybe every two days with the podcast episodes. But there's still a plethora of content there now, you know, for you to pick mm -hmm. and choose from. Like this is this is the 151st episode. And I mean, I think we were still in double digits the last time you were around, Jody. You know, I just keep yeah. I just keep kind of pumping them out just because. Yeah, and also what. Yeah. And also what's nice is like, we have the freedom to touch on subjects that might be too like sensitive for Facebook or Twitter, Instagram. We can oh, touch on those subjects here. 80% of the episodes probably would get banned oh, in a heartbeat. Oh my God. In a heartbeat. There's it's been like some episodes that will get you automatically banned every time. Yeah. There, there are, we, at least 80% of our episodes would have been instantly just like censored if we would have posted them up on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. I mean, it's ridiculous that they, they don't allow you to these subjects. Some of the subjects we've talked about needed to be talked about. And it's just, we should uh, one day try to find, no, nope, we're not doing this. People that went through this phase because the Chinese went through this. True. The very True. same thing we're going through right now. The Chinese yep. went through this mm -hmm. in the 2000s and the 2010s because it was under Xi Jinping mm -hmm. where everything started to fall apart. So it's been in the last 10 years or so that this has happened. So there's some mm -hmm. Chinese that were speaking out and like speaking out to the world and they slowly, slowly, slowly got dis disintegrated from the internet, just d deleted. Mm -hmm. But I, I think that's the great thing about with the podcast and type aspect of it, because, you know, you're using Anchor and I know that puts you in a few places and stuff. And we we use Podbean over here, too. On top I think of I'm on there. Stuff. Yeah, I'm on like, there as well. That has scattered yeah. us across so many platforms that if even if I was to get taken off of Google podcasts, well, I'm still over here on this one, too. So it's just yeah. like now, you know, now but, I've got it peppered everywhere. Also, if you do what we're doing in China. They will show up, take you out of your house, and put you in a labor camp. 
Sure. Yeah. And in the U- in the UK, they will write you a ticket, maybe make you show up for court for doing this. No, so so it it's gotten worse since Count Dankula. Count Dankula was just the the guy. Oh my god, back. he is. He yeah, just he's still on Twitter. He's still yeah, he's still on Twitter. I can't believe he still is. He's on That's YouTube? just one. Yeah, I can't. I just can't believe he's still around though. Because he generally wasn't that controversial in the first place. Like what he yeah, did was funny. It, it, he got more bug. controversial. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, got, he got more controversial but, but, when they went after him. People are getting outrageous. shadow banned. People are getting shadow banned for doing really simple things. Like I got, mm-hmm. I got. They didn't ban me, but I got restricted for twenty-seven days on Facebook. Oh, I've, and I couldn't even, yeah, yeah, I right. couldn't even contest <laughs> it. And you know what? It's happening yeah. to a lot of people now. You know, they just and they're, and they're digging they back. Wanted, like they want to squash this is the everybody. Stupidest part. Why, why are you digging back on a story post that nobody can see? That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're digging back. Like I'm getting notifications that that's something that I put because this is the first Facebook account that I've had that's lasted more than a year. Years a ago. Time. Yeah. And but now I'm getting things that are like, oh, you posted this last year and it's, you know, it's wrong. Here's your 30 days vacation from Facebook. Yeah, that's like, it. Gummit. Like, here it goes again. <laughs> Yeah, they they got Jim, Jimmy and I a page that we do on Facebook. They got us one time for a post that was a year and a half old. And I was like, you can't even go back that far on like on the news feed to find it. I know. I, I don't. Crazy. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. You know, I, I, was working I, think- social, I was working social media. I had 14 platforms at one time. And like, you know, I posted over 20,000 posts last year and I just can't put the time into it anymore. You yeah, know, they, 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 uh, you need, you need to nuked, hire a social media. They knew, they nuked my, my, you know, I was sad when they nuked my TikTok. You know, I made it up to a hundred and they capped me at like a hundred and forty, close to 145,000. Like, it oh, just yeah. I like was it, hearing from other people that, so they get followers, but they don't show it. Yeah, so other people were mentioning the same thing that they were getting more mm-hmm. followers than the follower count that was showing, because they were actually looking at the directly at the number and then got people to follow, and it wasn't changing. So yep. it's it's they they're, can't they're ex- they for some reason on certain people's profiles, and this happens to a lot of people, on um, especially on TikTok. This seems to be a thing that I've been finding out about. They're capping your followers. So it mine mine was stuck at like 144 and some change for months. And I was like, but I get new followers every single day. But then it was like, well, we also take followers when you're inactive. And I'm just like, okay. But like it just never moved. And then I started hearing other, you know, then they got my account, of course. But I started hearing other people talk about how you can, like he just said, you can sit there and watch it. And the counter's not going. And they're saying, oh, your genre or whatever they're capping you like they're because of the things you're talking about they're just not going to allow well what are the easiest to go up you you can be doing a live and then you'll see the counter of how many people follow you but then the other Mm -hmm. doesn't change so it's it's wild you know what i and you know it's funny to me to see them wanting to block somebody like jody because like i i follow him on youtube you know i i see his shorts pretty much every single day when he's coming by and like you know you're Recently, you've been talking about the different crystals and orbs, and I seen you talking about some fairies the other day and stuff too. And yeah, that's like, all con- that's content from my book, eh? The yeah, book, the first book that I wrote. Yeah, and 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 I'm just like, what? 
like why are they like why are they even wanting to go after somebody like you you're you're a chill peaceful fellow that isn't really out here trying to ruffle any feathers you know what i mean i think it's because it helps people it makes them happy it's it's supportive i I don't they don't want any of that you're a quack yeah that's what you are it it is you're a quack you you are spreading medical misinformation yeah oh you i do i could feel (laughs) louise i could feel I could feel your eyes roll from here, man. <laughs> it's just like I don't You're get feel- it. Yeah. But oh, it's, but it's CNN, big- MSNBC, Fox News. Oh yeah. Met- no, no, they didn't violate any rules, even though they literally propagated to- it to millions. To get anywhere on social media, like to get those millions of followers or even hundreds of thousands of followers, now you have to toe the line, or you're out. Well, one thing I don't do on social media is they say, we recommend that you do this. We recommend that you change your account to this. I found by doing that, it, it nope. just, I, I can't do it because it's they shut me down as soon as I did it. There's another platform. I opened their account, their business account. I did what they said, shadow banned as soon as I did it. And I know because I used to get like 5,000 followers in a week when I first went on, on these platforms and it just shut right off. Eh? Well, that means you have content that people want to witness. And what's happening, mm-hmm. though, is the positive is there is new spaces that are forming and developing slowly, and it's it takes time for the transition to happen. Yes, Luis. One How of the that weirdest going, ones. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I have to fight with that thing, but I'm also commerce based. But yeah, it, it, it's not easy. But there's there's going to be new challengers coming uh, in the next few years especially against i mean rumble alone is going to grow and keep growing as youtube you saw what youtube just did they demonetized any video that had any form of a slur or a bad word if they said it in the first few minutes and sometimes the first few seconds Mm -hmm. but but they're actually applying it to the first five minutes they were saying 30 seconds but they're like no it was five minutes in and they're retroactively applying that to millions of videos and just demonetizing them. Policies mm-hmm, that they said mm. things they said they would not do, they would not retroactively apply a policy, and they're retroactively applying a policy. They're basically destroying their own system from the inside out. I don't know if it's somebody internally sabotaging their system, but no advertiser gives any fucks if by accident their video shows up in a video that somebody said fuck. They don't care. You, uh, what advertiser mm. cares? What advertiser complained? Then, then exclude that page from your system. It's that easy. Well, I mean, it's 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 comical, you know, that they go after things like that, but yet, you know, there's quite the plethora of CP still all over Twitter, you and know, Facebook, like and Facebook, and, Facebook oh. and you know, these other social media platforms. Evidently, Mastodon is covered in it. And the minute you point, uh, <laughs> and the minute you point out these these atrocities, because I, I call them atrocities, yeah. like the minute you point them out, your page gets targeted. Like you, you, you're, you're the best. You're, you're speaking out against the machine. You're, you're speaking, speaking out against the machine. I mean, they're like gonna that. ban even saying CP soon. You they're know, not banning saying CP yeah. because they can't, but they eventually will try. Sure, sure. And, yeah. you know, like I follow that, that group that I, you know, and I, I message them all the time. And if they're checking out, if this happens to be the episode they're checking out, 
hey, you guys, I totally support you. But I'm always following that group like the, the Gays Against Groomers. And they have had, this is an example of this, is they have had their their merch store deleted like printify by, yeah by that's set a, yeah. yeah that's like the second or third company to stop it because groomer is hate speech let's talk about like the creator of probably one of the most persecuted on social media the creator of libs of tiktok yeah all she's yeah. doing is reposting stuff that was posted by other people and adding yeah, one line, like, one line to it. That's all she's yeah, doing. That's all she's doing. And she's reposting. Yeah. She's not creating new content. So she's no, writing words on top of it. They people people like that don't want, you know, they don't want to be put on blast. But why would you post you it? Know? If you don't want to be published. That's the counterpoint. Is if I know it's so stupid I, I, in their brains. I'm like, if you don't want people to share it, then don't no. share it. That's true. Like, I mean, there's to me, to me, there's just there's just no other way around that, you know, other than, you know, like you said, if you don't want people to share it, don't share it. You know, I've it's taken me a minute to get adjusted to Twitter over there. I've been hanging out a lot over there recently. And dude, you should, a, you should <clears throat> go go hog wild over there because there's a, there's a all lot your more memes would be, would be RPG over there. Oh, I know. I post, I repost a lot of this stuff. <laughs> I know I repost a lot of this stuff over there and it it's it it goes good. It goes this, real good, especially when you get in with the right crowd over on Twitter. And you don't even necessarily have to to get a check mark to but the, the, but the thing see, is the pay to play is because you get top ranked in the comments. That's oh why. yes. And that would be the only thing like business oriented if you like pay to play on Twitter, do Twitter blue. I think it, that's what it's called, right? Twitter blue. Mm -hmm. Twitter blue, yeah. It makes sense for, if, for some people. <clears> so it's not that terrible. Because you also get less ads, and you also get the extended yep. option for for videos and higher quality video. Yeah, it's it it has turned back into what TikTok used to be, the Wild West. Don't get me wrong, the dark side of Twitter or TikTok is still there. The Wild West side of TikTok is still there, but Twitter, all of Twitter, is like that now. It's like the armpit of social media. Well, if you, you know, Mastodon is the armpit. And you just said, uh, yeah, speaking of, uh, we're not uh, with the, uh, the, the amount of CP. Yeah. But I'm talking about just content in general. Twitter is a, a cesspool. <laughs> you can reach a lot of people on Twitter, though. The thing a lot is, of people. I, I think the only way this could end eventually is if when a convention of states happens that there is laws instilled to ensure the freedom of expression on the internet on platforms to a degree of of size. You, you know, that's why I've been kind of digging and mm -hmm. researching into the pirate party here recently. Because, I mean, you know, we're, we're pirates here as it is, and I think those guys are kind of neat, actually. We're studying into a little bit of them, and they stand big time for your freedom of speech online. Like, they, they well, think it that there be needs to be size. less government. Any, any in, platform uh, over X amount <clears throat> of millions of users cannot censor speech. If we, if, by the way, Jim, if you know if you lived in Texas, they have to unban you from all the platforms, right? Really? Yeah. I forgot about that law. Well, I don't Texas, want to go to Texas. Can't ban you. Don't move to Texas. That's that's not worth it. 
I mean, <laughs> if they can't ban you, uh, it's not worth it. That, that's not that's not a sweet enough deal to get me to move back to Texas. I no, I man, lived I can... in Texas for a few years. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's not a sweet enough deal. So I believe me, me Texas too, but... passed a law that says that the platforms can on not ban you if you're a citizen of Texas. You can look up the details, but I'm not sure if it's currently. I believe it's currently on on, and that's how people like Crowder cannot get banned now. Ugh. I know he's not the greatest person to mention, but Crowder is a, a Texas has million made it illegal. Active, for... yeah. So loud. So Crowder cannot get banned. And the Crowder really does have six million subscribers, like active millions. He gets I know. an average of two to four million views per video. So he is a his, mm-hmm. his followers are real. Those are real people, and they're active. So yeah. that's what I mean. So they can they and that that should apply nationwide. To be perfectly honest, I oh yeah, it's not nationwide. You do this nationwide, you will see drastically that that. My, that majority online now, is actually the minority. Now, um, our, our buddy Spike Cohen that was on the show here a little while ago and stuff, he likes to point out on a constant basis that people in positions of political influence and that work for the government, like police and you know lawyers even and such, that it was ruled in multiple different you know, grand jury cases or whatever, that these officials cannot, that it is illegal for these officials to block or remove your comments pertaining to anything pertaining to them when it comes to like the political office or like most recently with that officer that's trying to cover up his daughter's DUI where, you know, she destroyed a whole bunch of stuff and let her off with a warning. And yes, yeah, you know, and it's, it's, I think that it's when it comes to stuff like that, like that, I think that's absolutely true. Like these people that are supposed to be representing us definitely shouldn't be able to delete our voice, let alone be able to silence our social media and stuff. And, you know, and again, kind of back to what I was saying, you know, like I, I I see what Jody's got going on over there, man. And he sells, he sells his crystals and stuff like that. And he sells, and he talks with spirituality and his books and stuff like that. It's just like, to me, when I look at the things that I post, it does make you wonder, like things what he posts, like what it makes me wonder what what exactly is Jody? What what information exactly is Jody out there pushing that is so sensitive to these big tech companies? You know what I mean? I think it's I think it's worth a divulge. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just so in, I, I do find it interesting. It you know and uh, I don't know. It's again because compared we. Me and you and maybe not Luis. I know he's kind of conservative in some aspects of the way he thinks he shares, but like I'm full throttle, you know, like there's, you, you don't know what's coming on my pages, whether it's going to be an episode of the show or some meme on a left field that you're just like, what is this dude doing right now? Like, like, like Luis the other night asking me why, when I was posting that forehead, Oh man, oh, that, that famous forehead not everybody would recognize. But Jody, what do you think has been the most controversial thing you've posted that really wasn't controversial? I don't know, because I just really post things from my life, right? Yeah. Like I don't research things and repost it, and I'm just sharing 
things I've lived, like I'm 63, so things I've learned in my life I share on social media. And, uh, yeah, you got lots of stuff. There's my YouTube. Like like when you go over to his YouTube, you know, most of these are, you know, him just giving thoughtful words and stuff or talking about these different crystals that he's got going on or his little Arcturian devices. Like he's always talking about those too. And it's just like, it's just like, what is, what, what is so, what is such the sensitive information that, that even somebody like yourself is being targeted by big tech. You know, I, I, I guess, I guess I get it from my end to like, as far as like why I get censored. And but crystals, I mean, there's tons of channels that talk yeah. about this stuff and then go into weird stuff that makes no sense that then I'm like, Oh, okay. I get why you're saying it, but if you're, yeah, I don't get it. I can't figure it out. I made a video today. I, I planted garlic in my garage yesterday in containers because I watched a video that you can grow, grow garlic inside. And yeah, you can. I'll get shut down for that because it's and when I what really put the rope around my neck was I was making a lot of posts about outside gardening and sustainability and certain words you can't use because they just don't want. That's it. where that's where they'll get you is posting about sustainability. Yeah. They're going to uh, eventually ban inter- um, growing your own crops. Uh, in in several states, they were trying to pass bills to prevent you by getting a license. If, what was the, what that was that state, Jim? Do you remember that what state was requesting licenses when it comes to growing of crops? Had it been California? Probably. Statistically, it's California, right? So I just keep moving around. That's why I'm trying the podcast now. We'll see how it goes. And as I move to a new one, I shut something down. Like I had a Teachable uh, channel. It was costing me like over 600 Canadian a year to have it. So I just had to dump it because you can only hang on for so long, right? I think a lot of the people that watch social media, they think it's all free. They don't know the commitment that real creators have in, in what they do. And equipment and time and effort and mm-hmm. demonetization is a crime. It should it it is literally taking a, away the bread from the individual. We have to create. That's why I was saying like, when a convention of states happen, which statistically it should happen soon, because of the turmoil that's happening in government. A convention of states is inevitable. When mm-hmm. a convention of states does happen in the next five years, it has to come to the table that. All the censorship of this type can no longer exist. But the main amendment that needs to be placed is the government, by no means, or nor or bank, no banking institution may ever take away the rights of the individual to to do any commerce or to interact on the internet in any form or way. If the United States were to put that in the Constitution, people would stay in the United States. People would like thrive. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All they had to do is stop the censorship. And everybody's going to love coming here because look at Europe. Europe is censored to them. What isn't censored in Europe? I'm in Canada. Oh. Yeah, he's up there with, with, with our buddy. Canada's John. also a mess. Yeah. Canada's a fucking mess. <clears throat> yep. Castro Jr. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry you got it. Oh, Castro. man. Trudeau is some man. Oh, my God. He is something. Not much worse than what we got going on down here. I oh, mean, no. We, we, we have a fucking snail puppet. And the, and Joker, yeah. I think the whole world is in some kind of crazy situation. I do, but you know, oh, even absolutely. like I, even like I see you a lot of talk talking about you know about how you know change starts small, and you know you can change things with yourself, and 
you know, that can grow to help change the world and stuff. You know, like I think I've one seen mind myself, at a time, you know, I've seen myself like, especially since getting into the podcast world and seeing all the other podcasts that are going on and all of the people I've talked to these past 150 episodes, you know, and the conversations <laughs> we've had, like, I personally have seen like a, like a shift, you know, just like a, an entire shift in the mentality of a lot of things, you know, there's, they they may do something one day up there that you see and they're trying to talk about it in the news but it takes the internet warriors like you know ourselves out there making memes and stuff like that and making counter counter arguments to all this stuff to usually debunk their nonsense within days you know and now left and right you're seeing everything that we were getting heatedly banned for a couple of years ago coming out completely true and along with articles like oh you know how did how did the the unjab know this was coming and why didn't they warn us what like do you know how many accounts i lost in those three years i believe it <clears throat> it's it and you know it's a, it is about accounts like you were saying about the monetization down there Luis. my my tiktok was actually a monetized tiktok like they they paid me monthly. It wasn't squat. Don't get me wrong. When it first started, I was getting, you know, actually I was getting like two to $300, but there towards the end, I was lucky to make $5 in the month. But just the fact that it was still there and then they just kind of deleted it with no warning or no chance to get it back or anything like that and made me well, start. See, the thing is up. when they take that money away, I mean, some people use this as like, I mean, like a extra monthly income on top of like maybe a, like a work at home job or yeah. something like that. This is like a lot of people do this. This is to pay bills, man. This is not yeah. extra money. What is you know? it now? 60, 66% of the population cannot afford a $400 emergency. Oh, yeah. That, True. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, that man, ain't no joke. It, it, so that's 220 million people. Yeah, <clears throat> two hundred twenty million people in the United States are in poverty. Great job, U.S. Great job. Well, it's up here too in Canada. That's why with every all the content I try to make, there's a lot of people telling people how bad it is and this is going to happen. So my whole vision is just to try to give people hope and encourage them and try and bring them along, mm -hmm. okay? let them know they're not alone. But I know up here there's some real people in some hardship situations. We have a you know? we have a new correspondent kind of fellow that comes on weekly over here that is is from Canada actually. Um, you know, everybody on here knows him as Uncle Johnny or Canadian John, depending on the mood that he's in that day. And you know he he has kind of built himself as an alternative news source for Canada and even down here in America. He's got his got his feet in the ground pretty good around here and. You know, he's he's bringing us up to date stuff a lot of the time, too. And that's something that I think we push when he is on a lot is, you know, yeah, this is going on. But look over here at these great, you know, progressive steps we're making in alternative directions. You know, we've we've <clears throat> since the last time you come on, man, we've had we've met some people that are doing some great things in science. We've met some people that are doing some great things in like just ph philosophy and stuff like that. And so a lot of interesting characters along the way, too. And the one common denominator I've found, though, is that, like, at the bottom line, is we're all the same. Like, yeah, I, I don't care what 
walk of life you are, where, what imaginary line you live behind, what color your skin is, like, we're all the same. Like, there's, there's so many little nitpick things that you do in your everyday life that people don't realize. So does that guy. So does Bandit. So does Louise. So does Jody. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's so much that we are the same. And I think that, like you mentioned earlier, Bandit, the people leaving like Fox News and ABC and CBS and stuff behind is because there is a larger portion of the world population that can see through the horse shit. You know, I, I know when you look at Twitter <laughs> and you look at Americans here on Twitter, you've got quite the hefty amount of Twitter Americans that are still thinking that an AR-15 means assault rifle 15. And and yet they, <laughs> you know, they can't they can't function properly without being told what to do, where you have people in countries worldwide that are taking stances for themselves. I mean, even here, though, too, but like just I don't th I don't think I've seen the stance taken here that I've seen taken in places like down in South America and even over in China and stuff like that, where the people are taking to the streets and they're like, we're fed up with this shit, you know, like we got to do something different. The, the whole world is shifting power yes. and the power. The good thing about it is because I think because everything's happening simultaneously, a lot of people around the world are feeling the, the, the support from other parts of the planet. So I think truly that this grand change is coming and it takes us to speak up. It takes us to, it's going to come quick. It's going to come quick down. So it doesn't turn into totalitarian hell. It turns into the potential utopia we can create for the human race, at least the best proximity we can attempt to create for ourselves. I know utopia, the concept is impossible, but I mean, we I can collectively, the majority of us live in some form of peace that can, and collective prosperity for the I, entirety of the planet. It's I don't know. I mean, I, I truly believe that. But I, at the same time, I also believe that you can't like I like here's where the idea of globalization falls along the same lines to me as the idea of the United States federal government. You can't put one set of blanket rules over the top of every every culture you know what i'm saying like there's <clears throat> there's definitely going to be differences depending on which end of the planet you're hanging out on i mean and that's what i've been trying right that's what nafta was that's what the wto is. oh i haven't States. heard that one in a while man what wto Naf nafta nafta well nafta <laughs> changed under trump they actually changed it so we didn't get ass fucked <laughs> but still <laughs> It's still gutter trash, basically. And well, and then well, we uh, Biden signed the agreement to get everything started for the North American Union and the Amero. That's coming. Eh, they've been telling me that's coming since what, like but the they, early two thousands. This just happened. This happened two months ago, less than two months ago. I mean, they they signed it into being. They claimed yeah. years ago, and, or but that's but and... that's how the European Union got started. That's the reason why they're warning. It's like, this is how the European Union got started. Eh. I always I, tell people to meditate because when you meditate, you can see to the core of what things are about. And we can take to the streets all we want with millions of people and do whatever. But if we're still going to go and use the self-checkout and our bank cards and everything else, 
We're supporting the system. Well, we need to pay are. cash. We need to go to cashiers. We need to anything that makes life more convenient for us tightens the rope around our neck. So yes. we can't say one thing. Things get lost for years in in, in 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 writing things up and negotiating. By the time they let you go to the negotiating table, the deal's already done. Mm -hmm. we, we, the so people, you, it's the money. Where you choose to spend your money is what's creating this world outside. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's like I make mention about kind of what I call our friends in Liberty over there that kind of help sponsor the show and stuff. People that I give shout outs that are <clears throat> alternatives to the nonsense that we see peddled to us by big corporation and stuff like that on a regular basis. And, you know, I encourage you to spend with these smaller companies, these local companies as much as you can. And I'm a big advocate for cash. Like we, we joke about this all the time. I'm always like, wait, you guys are still using banks. Like, uh, I'm good. I've seen how places like Bank of America are just going to take your money from you. And I'm I'm good. I don't, I'd rather have a physical item than a digital number that they can delete with a backspace button really quick. Well, you got to work with what you have, you know, you have to do as much as you can with what you've got, you know, you can't farm and live completely self-sufficient self if you live in a city. But you also, can in turn do, yeah. You can in turn do as much as you can. You know what I mean? Well, you can do as much as you can, Mr. Yeah, Suburban you can do as, there. Like, yeah, you can do as much as you can with what you got. You can do a lot with what we have. Available. You can. You the really can. Is, but the problem is, people are not even understanding of how electricity is generated. Mm -hmm. Like, really, go out, ask anybody. This is a simple way. Like, how does electricity go from power plant to you? What happens? Just just try to see how bare bones they can get. And I understand not everybody's going to know, like, but it's you can simply say uh, hot thing is burned. Hot thing moves turbine through steam water. It's turbine turns, generates electricity through magnets, and then it's sent into uh, another thing. In a big That's portion, kind of the simplest, dumbest way of describing it. A a big, big portion of the electricity in the state of Georgia is run off of the river system. Georgia Power mm -hmm. so does hydro. You're pretty much a hydroelectric state. Georgia, Georgia Power has multiple, 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 multiple dams at a lot of these lakes and stuff and just about every one of these lakes that were again i like to point out that were man-made because there are no natural lakes in the state of georgia not a single one these all these man-made lakes where they brought all these rivers together and stuff and dammed them up and then at the end of that dam they create a new river and flowing off that new river is generating electricity lake jackson lake sinclair you know lake lanier well uh, West i was Point having lake and stuff down near alabama all, every one of them and more produce some sort of electrical current through the water rotation ordeal the hydroelectric type deal and <clears throat> like I'm, I'm a big advocate for that you can actually see from my new crib you can see sometimes if you're at the right angle up on the hill when you're driving down the highway you can see the nuclear power plant way off in the and distance the, the water out of the power plant is clean Sure, sure. I'm not saying it's not, you know, and they 
you know, we have a lot of that. We do have a couple, I think we do have like a one coal based place down in South, South Georgia, but the irony of that is the town that is the coal based kind of comes off of the only river in the entire state that we do not have a dam system built on because even though I give him a ton of flack and I think that he was one of the worst tyrants we've ever seen in our, in our lifetime here in America, FDR did stop them from damming the Flint River. And it is the only river that runs that comes off the Chattahoochee and runs all the way to the ocean without a single dam in it whatsoever. But it did make a lot of that area in the West end of the state, not run off of the hydroelectric power like the rest of the state did. Bandit, didn't you say your daughter was working on something and she determined it was about six, seven uh, reactors per state would power the entire United States when you are muted, you're muted. That wasn't my daughter. That was a kid online that had done a no. project for his school and shown and showed it was actually less than that. It was actually three to four, three to four nuclear power plants would be sufficient enough to there'd be no need for there'd be no no issues none whatsoever it's about three to and, four nuclear and power it plants. would be carbon neutral yeah carbon neutral there'd be no issues with power none not even for california oh so Jap- the japan uh one of the top um people in japan just declared we got to stop Car, electric cars because by the, by in a few years our entire power grid will sustain it so for the first time finally a politician does the math wait if we had this many electric cars what's the drop our electric car we're not gonna have enough power i mean yeah like, not, ju- it, not just that you know we <clears throat> i'm totally against destroying the congo the way that they're doing for everything that's there so yeah, and, and the rock video, uh, I believe that's cobalt, but I couldn't find yeah. anybody discussing it. Some people saying it was graphite also, like a big chunk of graphite. I don't know. What are, have you, <clears throat> I've been seeing a, lot, a video going around a lot recently about um, Haiti and them having like this extraterrestrial rock there. Like Haiti? in the mountains, yeah. Like that. I mean, that's why they said that was a meteor. That was a a, a meteorite had hit, and um, there were three elements in it. That yeah, they found that rock that was supposedly a meteorite, and there are three elements in that rock that aren't found. Oh well, I saw something about yeah. it. That it was not discovered on. I just didn't know it was in Haiti. So yeah, was it? It was unknown to Earth. Elements that were not known to Earth, right? Oh, it happened in Haiti, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, I it's, am... it's an untouched mineral that's worth, you know, 20... Well, it's not that it's untouched even, but it's worth over 20 billion, like, in its, in its form. But I was watching this lady, and I wish I could find the video again. I can't find it again. But I was watching this lady. She's from Haiti. And she said in the 80s, you had contractors from you know private contractors from all over wearing un uniforms down here down there and they were mining this 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 one deposit of whatever it is that's supposedly from this meteorite and like they're the only place in the world that has this and this is why there's so much controversy and like 
you know, the Clinton's involvement and stuff like that in Haiti is because they're digging up all of this element and taking it for other things. I mean, you, uh, for space I have a, stuff. I, That's what it was. It, it was for space equipment. NASA. I, I'd like to see what, more about it, but I could tell you Haiti has been uh, <clears throat> destroyed by lots of external forces and all the Haitians hate the Clintons. I ask any Haitian, real Haitian, and they're like, we hate them. We know what they did. We know how they stole billions of dollars. We all know this. Like, it's not a question for them. It's more like, why do you guys support that crazy lunatic? True. True. Yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's just so much that's been in, in dealt with that. <clears throat> I don't want to hop back over here. Jody, I want to know what kind of... Uh... If you got any like big plans and stuff coming up with this year on your on your work and stuff like that, or you you'd mentioned that you were closing just down. Just waiting website. for the mothership to come back and get me out of here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to don't reach we, out into my trying to reach out into my all. communities, eh? Trying to you know, get some more face to face kind of interaction because that's the only thing I can control. All the rest of this stuff, anything that I got to click and go into my computer to get to, I don't have control over it. And ultimately, they can shut you down no matter where you are. So I think it's now because, you know, we're, we have more freedom up here. We can get out and go around. It's not like it was in the last several years. So we're reaching out and, you know, I got some yoga studios interested. I do all my meditations and I do some really cool energy stuff. So um, that's what I don't I just want to get out, work on a small level. Uh, creator tells me that if I get banned, I can't share what I have with the world. So I got to tippy toe around and go and do my thing. So I'm getting the information to go on a walk somewhere. I don't know where, you know, I was, I was giving some advice to a friend that was is trying to rebuild, you know, their, their platforms again, cause they got nuked recently and they were yeah. like, you're the only person I know that, you know, knows how to rebuild on stuff like that. And I'm just like, <clears throat> Like you got to start studying words. You got to look for when you're talking about tiptoeing right there. A thesaurus is your best friend. When it comes to like me making TikTok videos and even some of the things that I say here on this show, you've got to finesse the words in such a way that you can get around some of that stuff, or even just make up words along the way as you go. You know, like I've I've, I haven't called Space Aids by its real name in a long time. And I mean, the coof is better than Space Aids. True. On, space mm -hmm. Aids is too aggressive. You got but, the word AIDS, even though that was a that was a candy from the 80s. True. It's but it still doesn't <laughs> yes. get me. It still doesn't give, get me any flack. Like, you know, if you put if you put C and 19 together in the same sentence, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it. And then, you know, I, I take it as far as, you know, everybody, everybody picks it the way I pronounce things, but I promise you a lot of times I do it on purpose, like the way that I say to do, because I say his name wrong on purpose. And then, you know, like there's, there's other things that I touch on, like Winnie, you know, and everybody here in the group, I know Jody probably doesn't know who I'm referencing, but I'm usually talking about that the Pooh Bear. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh over there in China. And, you know, people are like, well, what, you know, why, why are you doing that? And I'm like, because kind of like you just said there, like, I feel that the message is important and I still want to get it out there. So it's like, fr it's like a uh, fracking uh, from Battlestar Galactica. Yes. You, I freaking can't believe this. I, I, I do find the finesse of how they, they decided we're going to create this language so we can swear mm -hmm. on television. Uh, I found that so eloquent. And like, cause they were the first ones to truly do it aggressively. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. And they did such a good job at it, you know, and I think that's very inspirational in its own and kind of this aspect of doing this because, you know, I can still get the message out there and make it funny. And my favorite tip I actually think came from Luis is, you know, what are you guys even talking about? This isn't even C-137. This is a different universe and this is a whole parody thing. So, you know, there's no reason that you can come in here and say that I'm talking directly about something. That I definitely say we sh- it, you should work to construct it in that manner completely that way. Narrative wise, they say, Oh, but you're speaking about the news. I'm like, no, we're, we're, we're for entertainment purposes only. We are a fictional construct. Like this is not based on this current reality. Believe me, I'm in it's a pirate art. hat and I'm constantly making cheesy jokes. So I'm pretty sure they get the point. But I, I believe through the narrative play, but that's the problem, right? Because even on social media, you'll find that sometimes even narratives are censored. True. It is rare, but sometimes when they hit the, the story right on the head, like they suddenly like, nope, bad. Especially when they cut a section off. Like I'm sure certain clips from X-Files will be eventually censored. Sure, sure. Well, okay. You want to talk about like them kind of telling on themselves this I sent this to one of our meme page group chats earlier today. It was me. It was one of us getting in trouble for something that we had posted. And the funny thing about it is, is here's the post. And they said, well, no, but this is what it's supposed to say. Can someone please show me the difference? Because I've looked at it a dozen times now, and I can't see the difference in the post other than the little face over here in the corner because it looks like the actual news article and the actual meme say the exact same thing but they're telling me that it goes against community standards because it's false information like i'm like i'm like what do you what do you mean no you know the best one is when when face when, when they fact check themselves that's what this is. And and they fact-checked it with the same exact article that says it word for word. That's what the picture was. They're put side by side. It's, it's, <clears throat> I'll, I'll pull it back up real quick. So there's one up here at the top. This was the post. Like this appears. Oh, but read for it's for the audio one. Read what it says. And, and it says that the German government claims that investigating COVID vaccines would be dangerous for our democracy, for democracy. And you go down and they said, and it's actually citing a post that's archived here in the News Punch article, which is German government claims investigating COVID vaccine would be dangerous for democracy. What's the difference? Like, I I haven't figured out what the difference in the post and the actual news article is that they had to fact check it and... Put me what 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 is it that they say, Bandit? They they put us to the bottom of the news feed for the next three thousand days because it just keeps piling on every time. Oh, I do that. it doesn't matter. We eventually make it. We we don't get we get reach banned at most for they say they're going to reach ban us for like thirty days. We'll get that notification. It'll be thirty days. Maybe move to the bottom of the feed, and then a, a day later we'll be right back up at the top. Well, doesn't matter. That that's because we've got some of the the. The greatest memes on the internet in this team yeah. built. Sometimes you go spicy, lie. too spicy, and you know, man, you know that's that's yeah. what they don't like. They don't like it spicy. They don't like it spicy. They're, they're, they're very white in that sense. I do, you know, and I have, you know, sitting here kind of thinking about it. I have seen, you know, a couple other people that I talk to that 
that I've talked to in the past on the show that I even talked to with you. Like, I, I'm not sure if you remember that time when I had you on when like I had Goddess Mama on here and stuff too. She gets a lot of flack still too from shadow bands and stuff like that. And there, and it, I think the common denominator that I see there, maybe not, might not be the crystals or whatever, but you guys do both talk and push about like meditation and stuff a lot. And I was meditation controversial. I'm a firm believer in it, but well, I, think, here, I think it's they, controversial because it centers you and mm-hmm. gives it, you more it, answers to reality than anything else. It awakens your mind to like the nonsense you're living each day, like meditation, anything to do with centering yourself and awakening your mind is frowned upon because they want you, you know, they want you blindly obedient to what's going on. They can only do that if they can only do that if your mind's cloudy. You know. Well, that's what the fluoride's for. Don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. I don't drink the water. <laughs> no oh, man, water. I go to a spring and get my water. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Wish. I I I do get it. Um, source from a good source, but if you can, uh, Berkey's. I got one. Yeah, so Ber- you have to actually add minerals. It's so good. <laughs> it filters it out to the point it's borderline distilled. Yeah. Uh, so Berkey's, and there's other uh, filtering methods. If you can afford it, it, it's it's worth it for your health. The amount of contaminants, the amount of pharmaceuticals in the water. The forever forget, drugs that are lost. There. Forget the fluoride. The pharmaceuticals in the water, the microplastics in the water. Also, a company in Japan, again, Japan with the innovation when it comes to recycling and and processing, they figured out how to eliminate microplastics from the water at at a very fast pace, at a very, very, very fast pace. So we are able soon in the next decade to clean up the oceans. We are able to clean up our rivers. We are able to clean up our lakes. We're able to clean up almost everything. But unless nuclear power becomes the de facto norm, we cannot continue our our surge pushing forward. That's the problem is we can move forward. Unsustainable. We need limitless energy to then also fix the problems we've had created. It's energy that produces the solutions. It's those little lights in the outlet sockets and the little lights on the VCRs and those little lights that stay on all the time. And and I go back to like we were talking earlier about the appliance business. Up here in Canada, they had so much time to get rid of the pilot lights in the in the furnaces because they used too much gas. So they went serious? to they went to electronic ignition. Yeah. Oh, so we're Arctic just following ignition. the Canadian. Are you following Canadian logic? That's why. So there's no. Well, yeah, but can you imagine if you have five million homes with little pilot lights burning all the time? Sure. All the fuel sure, sure, burn. Sure. Well, the, I know a lot of the so, modern yeah. modern gas stoves. Uh, I change a lot of uh, igniters. Like that's a that that's a common common part change that I can do throughout the day. Like service wise yeah. is. They took out the pilot light idea and they did put these little electric igniters in there. They're they're basically that's, glow plugs, like they're in a pickup. That's what I've got. Yeah. Yeah, my stove doesn't have a pilot light. The only thing no. that has a pilot light in my house is the furnace. And the furnace yep. turns off in a certain time of the year. The furnace doesn't have anything running. <laughs> the pilot light's still burning. 
The no, not when, not in the summertime. Not unless you shut the gas off, you got to yeah, shut the gas of the time, off. Yeah, we, most people. I shut the gas off. He's he's in New York City. He probably has to. I haven't seen a pilot light in a gas stove <laughs> since like the night since the nineties. Well, yep. so there was something <clears throat> called a town gas in England. Uh, it was a different type of gas, and I was hearing about the story. I forgot what book this was. This was like a few weeks ago. And what was fascinating is people committed suicide with pilot gas because um, it was easier. So people you would would commonly put their heads in the oven and just die of suffocation through the gas because of the new type of gas. They couldn't do that anymore. So evidently, it, town. There we go. Town gas is the term to refer to the type of gas used to power the UK before the year 1967. This town gas <laughs> was manufactured in power plants, most often from coal, in the decades of the 1950s. Rever reserves of natural gas were discovered in the North Sea, and at the time, electricity was a more popular option for energy supply than town gas. This is part due to the fact that electricity could be supplied via the grid, <clears throat> yada yada, the uh, town gas was abandoned in favor for natural gas from these North Sea reserves. And it does go down further in here. Safer and cleaner. Link. It's safer and cleaner. You basically can't commit suicide with propane, but you can with town gas. <clears throat> it's like very, it's a very smooth exit, evidently. And that's so and remember, see, so car, cars, the, the catalytic converter. If you take a car from the 50s and you get it, put it in your garage and you just leave it on, you will die. You do this with a modern car, nothing's going to happen to you. The catalytic converters filter out so much of the of the negative toxins, you're going to be fine. And that's why people are stealing them. No, they're stealing them because they're full of platinum. Because of the platinum. Yeah, no, the palladium. That too. It's not the palladium yeah. and the platinum. Well, the platinum, platinum is platinum a byproduct of the... Yeah, the, the palladium is what's more valuable to like it went up stealing in price them than the platinum. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, well, yeah. it went yeah. up so you, high that they exchanged closed. But but back at the, the, thing at is, the gas thing, though. You know, <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead, Bandit. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I was just saying. It's like the price to replace. Like if you don't have, like if your uh, insurance or like anything will cover it for you, catalytic converters are like a thousand bucks a pop mm -hmm. to replace mm -hmm. on we, newer cars. We had somebody uh, get into the work parking lot and, you know, not my truck. Cause I bring my truck home, but the trucks that stay at the shop, they took the catalytic converters off of the big work trucks, uh, the big box trucks. And now the boss has wire cages around them underneath the truck because and see the thing is, that it's to like, again. if, if somebody was to do that to my truck, that would just that wouldn't piss me off. That would piss my neighbors off because then I would just straight pipe my truck and it would piss off <laughs> my neighbors. <laughs> just that's just the thing though. But see, also, I mean you doing something like that because I can do every I can do almost everything myself. That's no skin off my back, man. I I can take care of myself. I don't have to send it to, you know, a repair shop or anything like that. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, but and then I was kind of going back to that gas thing. You know, you were talking about propane there, Luis. You know, when you get into like in town and into a lot of the towns in here, a lot of people still are on natural gas. But 
out in the country, we all fill our propane tanks and that, you know, it varies from year to year. This past year, it only cost me 300 to fill it up, which I don't think that's too bad because that's literally for the year for me. Cause Mm-mm. the only Wait. thing that's in the only thing that runs off propane is the stove. Like, like for an entire year, that's dead cheap. Forget yeah. about that mm-hmm. is insanely cheap. And, and that's people just, also don't understand how cheap gas is in the United States compared to the planet. Well, and then and then also <laughs> going back to our buddy Julian, you know, I've been seeing him recently and he's he's turning styrofoam into natural gas like all day oh, long. I mean, and, and Julian, he he's going to he's getting I think he's progressively getting positive, more positive. More. I saw he was doing a live. So Julian, if you're not seeing Jody. He is 19 years old. He he worked on inventing a new type of pyrolysis with microwaves. So pyrolysis is the methodology of converting matter from one state to another through uh, through heat. But he was able to convert plastics into different types by different temperatures and different sources. So different plastics turn into different sources of fuel. This was technology that was invented 13 years ago by a Japanese engineer. And he just took it and advanced it further with microwaves because the technology that was back then was not with microwaves. So he evolved the technology forward, creating a new innovation, making it more efficient and affordable and compactable and potentially in every way. This kid is studying it since he was 15 years old. He was studying the subject and now he has patents in process. He's, and-, and he's self-taught. Yeah, yeah, he's self-taught. He's likely already he, PhD level for some people in the field because he's also a welder. <laughs> like he is a chemist, an engineer, <laughs> and a welder. <laughs> he's everything. All it was all in that amazing mind of his. He's a wonderful see, the person. Thing is, he he would be one that would I, I would expect them to come after. And censor. No, because it's you know, that that's ask, profitable. At the end of the day, his if, if but the that's right why I would expect him to be censored is because like somebody wants that for themselves, they're gonna get him censored. Well, it's that's the thing, it's too profitable to not. Like it's more profitable to expand on this business. I, I, I understand the oil industry has censored efficiency, and that's kind of the ridiculous element of it. Like, why, why were we censoring the efficiency possible possibilities? So you're telling me we could build cars that can run 100 miles per gallon? We could have oh, done yeah. that decades ago, and we haven't? Now, I uh, some people might say, oh, I'm exaggerating. I'm like, look up how we have built cars that can do 200 miles per gallon. We are able to really make them way more efficient than we do. And the uh, the power the, the power sacrifice that you're giving away is not substantial. I heard something crazy. But, I watched a know. video recently, and it said the first cars ran on ethanol, mm-hmm. and prohibition yeah. was mm-hmm. brought in not because people were drinking alcohol, so, so, but because they wanted to squash the automotive industry. So methanol, particularly, not eth- ethanol, is not ethanol. as. Bad. The methanol is like ethanol. The stuff made from corn. Yeah. What's, yeah, yeah. what's both, made both from of corn? Them. But it was made but from hemp. Both, back both, then. Of, both of them are. Yeah, yeah. So, but the thing is, methanol is a little better than ethanol. So, cars do have ethanol in the engines now. But methanol, 
which you can straight up put it in your car. I believe you don't even need to modify it. You can just straight up put methanol in your car and it'll just run. Like any any gas engine will run on methanol. A few gas stations sell it, but it's very rare. Uh, but your car will run super clean. It'll be zero. You'll see nothing coming out of the engine. Um, yeah. In terms of alternative fuels, you, I know hemp was also a great source of different types of oils. So mm-hmm. hemp uh, and peanut oil was the original oil for diesels. Yes. But then the then people got were like, wait, 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 what? No, I don't want peanuts. We can just artificially make it with petrochemicals we'll do the petrochemical one yeah well there's always you know there's been rumors that henry ford some of the first cars that he worked on that they say that he they ran off of hemp oil that was something he was he was looking into and you know you'll hear back and forth arguments on that some people say it was false some people say it was real but they have actually progressed very far forward with the technology of the of the ethanol, I guess you could call it, but I still, this is where I think that they did it before with like the hemp oils and stuff, because they are making cars that do totally run off of gasoline made, made from hemp. And, you know, if you get into something like that, like that's something that's extremely replenishable more so than corn is. And Oh, yeah. Plus, plus everybody's going to be really happy when you're riding around and smoke's coming from the car. So what we're doing is so stupid with corn. Our subsidies, uh, (laughs) just what we've done, why we feed cows corn. I was telling my mom that we feed cows corn. It's like, no, we feed them grass. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. Oh, my God. You don't know. We've been feeding corn to cows for like decades in the United States because we come from a place that everything was organic. Like the concept mm-hmm. of like, wait, you're feeding the cow? What? No, you feed them grass. Like over there, there's grass. They eat grass. And you know that's actually now. Here's something that's funny that you you actually bring that up is being down here in Georgia where I am. We are in quite a bit of cattle country there's a lot of dairy cattle and a lot of meat cattle out here very commonly and i have had arguments with farmers because they'll tell you that you're stupid for not feeding your cattle those grains and i'm like uh, why i mean they're not very smart uh, and, and i'm like why and they're like because folk. you don't they're- because you don't get the marveling that you get from from them being grass fed and it's it's so lean there's barely any fat on there and I'm like okay I tr- I'm I'm a fat trimmer like I've I've never understood people that sit there and eat those giant hunks of fat that are hanging off their meat like I that's just uh, Wait, a different so level for me they're saying that <laughs> there there is no there's nobody that grows cows that say corn is good for cows nobody says that unless they're ignorant retards. I will, I will, I will link you to them so that you can have this conversation with them. Oh yeah, I'll tell them. Like, evidently, you've never took a class of biology in your life. Okay, Mm -hmm. great. You've never seen the FDA actively researching cows that are in colors because they. By the way, my friends saw them. My friends saw cows that were multiple colors. They were bred that way, and Mm -hmm. they had ability to open their stomachs, and they had like ports for their stomachs to research how they processed foods. This was in Puerto Rico. They were like Puerto Rico is a big ben- benchmark, like a place for doing a lot of uh, food experiments because they uh, don't yeah. give a fuck. This is an island, yeah. so they do a lot of experiments. Uh, 
Monsanto was caught doing a lot of experiments in Puerto Rico, obviously very illegal experiments, and they have de- like they have hurt people's health. So mm-hmm. between Monsanto and all these other horrific companies, they just do constant experiments in Puerto Rico, and people don't understand that the the division of the government related to food and the like people don't understand that food is a weapon and the department of agriculture is actually a, not what people think it is not simply a department associated with the trading of food it is way more just to, just look into it the lobbying that is done for the food industry in dc is insane oh yeah well, no like that intermittent fasting that's the way Mm-hmm. Oh, well, one day a week I have or a sh- something like that. You don't even I- need food. Breatharianism, man. <laughs> I- <laughs> well, you're getting bad, sir. I, I, you know, there's a chart you can follow daily, like it, for intermittent fasting for just the day that helps. It, it's it's crazy. Do, do you guys remember that guy that was just saying, say, supposedly saying that they didn't eat uh, like anything or drink water for like eight to 30 days? Remember, there was a couple that was saying that the Breatharians. Yeah. How did that become a trend? What about because, the Sun Eaters? I've met, I've talked to Sun Eaters. Um, it's the same thing as the Breatharians. Yeah. Like, why are they lying? I don't. Well, get this it. goes way back. This is this comes from India. I mean, there's lots, there's lots of information on it. I mean, I I can go three four days no food. Doesn't Absolutely. bother me in the least. I get sharper. Oh, I mean, but without water. I've done it without water too. Mm. Interesting. You've you, how many days have you gone with food? Four days tops. Man, but I know a guy. I, I know people it. that go longer than that. Wow. Over three days without water, crazy. I, I mean, mean, I think. I mean, I actually believe it's physical. So the way the th- the way the, th- the 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 way it goes apparently is that. We're so conditioned after all the generations of living in um, civilization that we're conditioned that we need to eat three meals a day. We need to do this. We need to eat these food groups. And what it does is basically takes us away from the fact that they say we can get our our sustenance right from the sun, right from the universal ethers that's around us. So everything that we're doing takes us away from that. I'm not saying go to the extreme and just go without but we can go a day or two without food and not have any problems. It actually makes our body healthy. Apparently, I just watched a, a video on TikTok oh, about it. I'm 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 very into that. Like people give me a hard time, but that is a lot of times that is my the way that I I roll too. You know, like it, when I do when I do eat, I might eat a meal a day. Oh like, yeah, you can from- you can do fasting safely up <clears throat> yes. to 21 days, scientifically proven, of course, from. Should- Check your uh, vitamin levels our, and such. Our good buddy, uh, our good, our good buddy, Unchained. He actually made it thirty-six days on a fast. And from my understanding, possible, but you need you need to know what the fuck you're doing yeah, at that point. From my understanding, the benefits of like your intermittent fasting throughout the day, like, is that your body, in place of eating a meal like breakfast or lunch or whatever, your body will feed on the trash floating around in your bloodstream or that's in your body and if you got a little bit of a pouch yeah. like it's going to feed on that pouch that's on your t- you know hanging off the yeah. front of your stomach because that's it will feed stuff yeah 
Yep, it will feed on what's floating around in your bloodstream or that's what's attached to your body in place of that meal you put in your body. That whole three meals a day is garbage. Complete. Complete. It's nonsense, man. And that's what I say in my content with my videos when people have ideas or they have thoughts or they have uh, beliefs. Where did they come from? Did we make them up ourselves or did they come from external sources? through school, through programming, through families, like where are our own original thoughts, right? I, I do this all the time. This is the kind of stuff I think about, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's, a, that's a great question to always ask is where, you know, where did you come up with this? Like where was it programmed in What's your mind? What's the genesis of the idea? And yeah. What? Well, I, I would tell you at least – some people say with things like DMT, even that the documented experiences have two sides. One, people say you are experiencing part of what you've experienced and others are experiencing things that they have never experienced before, period. And they then even extract things from those experiences that they had no knowledge about. Then you even have people that have traumatic uh brain damage and suddenly they can do things that they never could before because their brain chemistry completely shifted well or i mean you have people that like have organ transplants and suddenly they have the memories of the person's organs that they got from like we don't understand where ideas come from how things are transferred we have certain ideas exactly. of how it happens but we don't really know and and you know you're talking about that I've heard people call it under different things, you know, like a common name for it currently is like downloads and stuff like that. I just, I guess, because of the times, but you know, like in the, in the DMT realm, or, you know, if you're into other psychedelics or just into meditating and fasting, which I believe you can also connect. You can back achieve to that. these states without drugs. Yes. It's just, yes. And, these drugs are basically accelerators. Uh, but, it's basically nitrous, but like I, I've, <laughs> I've always been one of those guys that's going to tell you that if you really want to look for the answer, you need to look within, you know, um, this, this makes me want to think of another group of cats that we've had on the show, Cat and Kate. They are some of the most interesting people that I've ever come across and know how to make bandit uncomfortable within 30 Very seconds of being on the show. And, but in a good way though, I mean, yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. no, it's a, it's in a great yeah. way. You know, we have fun with it, but like, Cat will tell you that you know that to to look within, like you you're either a fear a feeler or a seer. She went through this on the last discussion we were having, and you can either feel something within yourself, you know, like you can feel if this is the right answer, or feel if this is you know that gut instinct, I guess you call it. Or there's other people, I guess, where you can close your eyes and visualize it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can visualize that answer or download that information. You know, I've I make a point to let people know I'm kind of a jack of all trades. You know, I've ended up in the appliance business, but to be in the appliance business, you've got to be a little bit of a carpenter, a little bit of a plumber, a little bit of an HVAC guy, a little bit of an electrician, you know, and all of the above. And there's so much of the stuff that I do in life from being a mechanic to farming to work stuff that half the time, I don't know what I'm doing, but somehow I know exactly what I'm doing. You know, like when I get down to the root of it and I get into the uh, his life. You you know what I'm saying though? Like I get down to the root of something or I get to take something apart and it's like I have those memories 
like stored somewhere and you made mention of like the the changing of organs and stuff like that you know even though it's a video game there's a premise in there that i've always found completely interesting is the the assassin's creed games how they used dna to go back in time essentially that's the same as like going through the levels of your past life through your dna to gather information to gather the ability to know how to churn butter well, without actually there's, ever there's having, a book, having there's done a book it or, about this uh many uh many lives many masters i think that's Brian yeah, I, oh yes that is a everybody great... should check out that book uh many lives many masters um it is about that it is by a clinic uh i believe psychiatrist that who that did regression with hundreds of patients and there's other books about the subject but that particular book is about one person's regressions, which were fascinating to them because they were so vast and many well, that's, lives masters. That's yeah. definitely why I recommend, you know, like talking to Kat and them because she is big in the uh, realm of the past life regression therapy, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. And like, man, like she, you, you, some of the people that I've watched on like her lives and stuff talking about this stuff, it's just amazing to see the things. And, and I've seen how they make Bandit so uncomfortable with hitting things on the nose that he's never told anybody that it, I'm just like, you know, these, yeah, girls, that was, these girls know what they're talking about. It, it, to just know things that they shouldn't know. Um, yeah, it is a little unsettling, but it just, you know, at the same time, it's, I don't know. I, I really don't know. So if we really go back and we, we, we just get outside the programming or whatever got us to where we are right now today, and I try to get people to meditate because it's key. Because if you empty this mind, everybody talks about how we're all connected. Everything's connected. There is no solid it's just frequencies, rates, and vibrations, right? So why, don't we have, why can't we have access to all the knowledge that's out there? All the knowledge that everybody's got in their, in their energy fields and all the universal knowledge. And, you know, it's like trying to solve a problem. Like you say, working on appliance or doing something that you have no previous knowledge of. And then in a flash, you've got the solution. Where does that come from? You know, I've, I've 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 touched about around this in a few episodes and stuff. There's always that release it into the ether kind of mentality. You know, like like you get a somebody gets a million dollar idea. You know what I'm saying? And they don't actually make a move on it. And because that flesh suit that got the choice or got the chance to make the move on it the first time didn't make the move on it, it goes back out into the ether, goes back out into the sound waves, and the next in tune person that needs to pick that up is going to pick it up and maybe they're going to do something with it. You know, I, I make this joke as a reference kind of, because <clears throat> when I was a little kid, I thought it would be really, really cool if we had roller skates that came out of the bottom of our shoes. And as I got older and became a teenager, Heelys. all of a sudden there was, roller skates coming out of the bottom of shoes. And I used to say as a kid, like to myself, I'd be like, man, I thought of that. You know what I mean? But I was too young to ever do anything with it, but I just put it out into the ether, you know, and eventually that was created. You know, Somebody got idea, it. 
that somebody got that idea. And I think that happens a lot, actually. Like, I think it that- does. Ha- it does happen a lot. It's happened to me. I, I believe every idea is out there and whoever's in tune will pick up that idea and act upon it. All the more reason not to have everybody on the planet so open and so receptive that they're all interacting at that level. Understand where I went with that? Yeah. 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 So you believe in the collective unconscious or some aspect of it? Something, something's there. Yeah. I, I also believe there's something to it. I mean, we are in a planet and in this planet, we share an electromagnetic field and our brains are like radios. People don't think of it that way. But when you, you put a radio next to a radio, you don't get that there. You're literally putting a radio next to a radio. Um, this is more of a receiver, but there's still electrical magnetic signals that are emitted from this. We we don't know how sensitive we really are to these signals. We don't really know its effects. We do know that people that live in technological societies are having certain issues. We do believe they're mostly based off food. The food supply is likely the source of the majority of the problems of the developed world because most people in the in what you'd call the rest of the world um, in that live more natural lives. There's still people that live natural lives. Their health is like ridiculously good. They barely get any form of disease or problems. If it, anything, they can die of things like infections, like how everybody else does. This- this or you accidents. Know, you know, you're bringing. You brought up another great book that I love to point out that I've probably been pointing out since episode one of this show. <laughs> I think I know which one you're going for. Let's see. The Invisible Rainbow and the History of Electricity and Life by Arthur Fistenberg. Arthur Fistenberg, and he talks about exactly what you just said. Is we don't truly know the repercussions of adding all of these radio waves and Wi-Fi waves and stuff like and microwaves and stuff into our wavelength that we already have and i think between the waves that they're sending out in all of these radio waves and stuff like that and the food that yeah that's that's them trying to <clears throat> i just saw it's help, also a big, help big help and con- help in the control of people and help in the suppressing of you know the positive you know the 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 because if it wasn't if it wasn't for the bad, we'd all probably be hanging out by beaches and eating fruit most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like we wouldn't. Well, this be... is so. So there is. I I found this person speaking about it, and then I had that very same thought after mushrooms. <laughs> I had the a realization that the reason why innovation happens in the extremes of the earth is because they are forced to innovate. When you are in a temperate climate where life is good, resources are abundant, access to food and water and everything is is achievable, <clears throat> what's the innovation? You live in paradise. What's the point? You're living in a great status quo. You'll protect yourself from the storms when they come and you'll have the systems for that. But you live in paradise and you adapt and live with nature. And that's what most people did in the Americas. While the Europeans tried to modify reality to their needs. But at the same time, the Europeans and the Chinese put the cattle next to them and basically caused all those pandemics and problems. While the Americas, they understood that the cattle go on one side and the humans go on the other. And that's why they never had pandemics at the scale that the Europeans and the Asians had. They knew how to live with nature. 
just i mean that there's no more truth into that than anything you know we we turn everything into a concrete jungle and destroy like that i, I can say it's one thing that this country is good at doing is getting rid of a lot of the natural fauna and flowers and just <clears throat> landscape and stuff in general you know like i i'm the first I person to tell you that the that the american lawn is one of the biggest scams on yeah in i this don't country. understand what who, who created that nonsense and why did they make that so prominent but there's no value to it to destroying the natural foliage of a region well it's i'm so just uh, doing some research and reading in a book i don't have it right here but say uh well, they said 80%. So say that 20% of your DNA and and who you are and your makeup is um, the world that we see around us. In order for us to be complete as we were meant to be here in this reality, we need 80% coming from nature. Nature interacts with us. The trees can interact with us on energetic levels. Even I think it's in Japan, they have forest bathing. So if you have high blood pressure and you walk in the forest, the trees will lower your blood pressure. And if you're walking beside someone that has low blood pressure, the trees will raise their blood pressure. So yeah, nature- I, I saw this too, uh, the very same thing you're talking about. I saw that too, the whole idea that they were studying an individual's condition and then they were seeing the results of them. It was like half an hour and then they checked their, their blood pressure and their, oh, they checked their blood flow and they checked the packing of red blood cells it was to that level. So they were the the red cell blood cells look like this in a petri dish. And then after 30 minutes in the forest, they they were more spread out. They were less clustered, which that was really, really, really so simply we need to interact in our lives with nature. Doesn't mean we have to go live in a cave, but we need to have plants and grasses and nature to uh enhance our human condition. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm all into, I, I believe in grounding and stuff. Like, I think there's a whole lot to that. Like, I believe that you should, you know, there's even been some studies and stuff recently that are proving that there is some reality to grounding. And, you know, you look at ancient shoes and stuff like that. And now we all have rubber false soles and stuff that keep us insulated from the ground. And, you know, I know that's that whole shoe conspiracy and people are like, that's a that's a fringe le well, level of things. But there's really some truth to it because, you know, spending that time touching back to the planet with your bare feet like there's there's electricity. Do you do you, do you, you know? think that that was intentional or like a weird accident? What? Because what else do you make shoes out of? I mean, they were making them out of animal hides. Yeah, I'm sure they were not that comfortable. But moccasins are really comfortable, bro. You never had a pair? No, I mean I know there are some that are well that are well designed that protect you enough. But that's the other problem is that our feet they're like this and they should be like this. But but like our all the fingers in your foot should look like this. They shouldn't look like this. <clears throat> yeah, and that's because of shoes. Yeah. A natural you know? foot looks like this. And, and so, like, with that alone, you know, that's one of those ordeals that you've got to be like, you know, there's got to be a better way. I've actually been seeing some groups that are making alternative shoes. I totally own a, pair a lot of, a lot of, of companies are not shoes. doing very, very, like, wide shoes. Now it's becoming a trend 
that they're building a lot of white shoes. They realize that that's what people want. They want white shoes. They're and, expensive, though. That's the sucky part. They're all expensive. And, you know, it's still, though, there's still got to be a better way. You know, like I, I, my mom's a great example. She is somebody that I know for a fact grew up down here in the South and still to this day in her 60s will be the first person that you'll see walking somewhere barefoot. And, you know, sure, there's the bottoms of her feet are probably calloused like the insides of my hands from you know lifting things all the time but i think that there was also that factor that people completely overlook because the bottom of your feet is the same skin as the inside of your hand and you know we build a natural callus a natural <clears throat> protection to things and i think that the more barefoot you could be the more chances you have of actually building but, those but same isn't that things. weird it's like so with calluses um how do we then build healthy calluses isn't that like in itself that should be a skill that should be taught for people to learn to walk barefoot there's a i believe it was an mit professor he he saw a colleague of his die at a very young age and then he decided you know what i'm not gonna fucking die so he was overweight at the time and he said i'm gonna run to work barefoot <laughs> so this guy every single day runs to work barefoot like for 15 minutes or 30 minutes, he walks, he runs barefoot to work and he goes to work barefoot. Like, well, they this, don't care. this makes me think of something that I've learned of in the past few months, though, like these, those tree climbing pygmies that are over there in, in Africa. Like these guys just run up the trees. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, it's not going to show me this one. I'll I mean, another it, picture. It, but uh, it, have you seen Africa the pictures? Has almost every variant of human. I understand. Uh, it's not even. It's not even about the variant thing on this, though. It's about the way that their their feet have evolved, are are shaped. You know, on on the way that they run and stuff, because they don't wear shoes or whatever, and they have. Like they're to like you were saying earlier about the hand separating things. That's like what I think. I'm I think we're talking about the same group too. Yeah, I've seen their feet. Their feet and, and they, like they can this. like run up trees and stuff like that and just grab stuff. You know, you know, I, it, my mom and stuff. She can pick things up with her feet. Like that's always been a joke. She can pinch people with her toes and stuff like that. But like these, it seems like you have more control over your feet and the aspect of not wearing the shoes compared to the aspect of keeping them. I mean, that's why you can see up. people write with that with the people that lose their hands they just write with their feet like you well see isn't it, it reflexology they work with your feet so if we don't wear the shoes we're wearing now we did some more barefoot walking around i believe there everything's connected to the bottom of your feet all your organs and whatever your whole physical body would probably function better wouldn't it you're not wrong <laughs> yeah you're so right. You know, and again, it goes back to choices, right? Maybe we need a better quality shoe. And yes, they're not going to be inexpensive, but I believe we should be supporting like a local shoemaker, a local butcher, a local grocery store. If we, through our own choices, get a hold of this as a group of people, th You're this right. is how the world will change. I mean, most people don't know cobblers uh, are so rare nowadays that their their labor is not even compensated to the level of the work that they have to I totally I totally I don't even know where they are. I would there's none up where I am. I tracked down one there probably isn't. I tracked I, I tracked down one in my state because I had I, I wear work boots. I wear like cowboy boots kind of the the Justins or the 
uh, you know, there's different brands that are out there and stuff. And uh, the ones that I wear are are wide footed, like you guys are kind of talking. Because I've always kind of had that issue. I need the wider shoe, and so minor minor square toe cowboy boots, and they're wider out. And the first pair that I killed after two years, I finally wore the bottoms off of them. Like the shoe was broken perfect. And I was sad that I needed to buy some more boots and I did buy some more boots, but I have tracked down a cobbler and I'm totally going to get him to resurface my boots. I really don't care how much it costs. Cause I think that that is, I mean, a good, a, good, a, a lost art, like you, you don't want to cross lost it. Art, but it's gaining back traction because people have realized, wait, I can make how much money? <laughs> like I can become rich just working on boots. I mean, the, the, the amount of money the cobblers charge is insane. Like to get custom shoes, some places will charge two to three thousand dollars. But on the low end, you're looking at four to six hundred dollars for a pair of shoes. But they'll be the best shoes you've ever worn in your life. So in some cases. It's worth it. And there's some that offer lifetime warranties. They'll repair them. They'll fix them up for you for the rest of your life. I believe actually the, if I'm not mistaken, and Casey for bandits actually told me about this, like he, and I looked into it to find out it was real, but the Justin brand boots, which isn't the ones that I own. I keep forgetting the brand that I buy, but they do offer the souls for like the life of your, for life. Like if you wear the bottoms of those boots off, you can send them to that company and they'll repair yep. them and send them back. I I have a pair of Red Wings that I need to get resold. And I'm like, man, just like Luis was saying, Cobbler is going to charge me a lot of money to get my Red Wings resold. I don't, I, I don't I mean, even know I've, if it's worth it anymore. I remember back in the day in Puerto Rico going to those and they usually did it sometimes for, for things like that or smaller stuff. Uh, maybe 150 bucks at the most. I mean, but things is inflation, demand, prices go up. So I know it can be very expensive, especially for a pair of shoes that maybe cost $200. Like, wait, I'm spending basically the cost of the shoe again? Uh, close. Close to the cost. Uh, close to the cost. It becomes yeah, something little bit. at that point. But they are a really 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 nice pair of boots like really nice pair of boots that i just might have to get resold just bite it and just get it resold you know i totally understand that you know i i actually wasn't into the style of work boots until like four or five years ago when i got some gifted to me and ever since i've got them these are my favorite work boots and that's why you always see me in cowboy boots and knee-high socks because i think they go together great well, you know, Jody, I think tonight's been great. I appreciate you coming back and joining us for the first time in a while, man. And I'm it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Is it's getting about that time I like to go around and see if there's any other last things you'd like to say for the evening or anything you'd like to plug, of course. You know I'm gonna have all your links shared with the episode so that everybody can get back to everything from your store online to all your social media that you do have currently still. Yeah, I'm still gonna keep the social media. I'm just taking a break for a bit. Um just encourage everybody to keep it simple, eh? You see everything that's out there and around you, and yeah, it's important, but really meditate. Even just follow your breath, empty your mind, and get right down to the core issues of what's happening, and life gets a lot simpler. 
And I, I tell people on my social feeds, don't be afraid to open the door for someone or wave or say hi. You know, I'm finding it very receptive. It's like people really want to try now. And that's a positive movement. Yeah. 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 No, that's that. That's very true. You know, I, I'm I'm a door holder and a smile and wave guy. Being being in small town Georgia, we we still wave at you when you drive by. You know, yeah. Like get outside and get outside. Get outside. Get outside to meditate, even yeah. if it's cold outside. That well, helps. Hey, anybody here do the Wim Hof breathing? I, I if I, I knew it was you that did that, I thought it was you. I that do did it. That. It works. Yes. He, you know, I've I've looked into that Wim Hof fella, and I follow him online too. And like, I think there is some good stuff to that breathing method. Myself, it doesn't get cold enough here for me though. A friend of mine did it five times in a row, and he was tripping hard. That's all he told me. Hmm. It was a very interesting a DMT thing. Eh? Yeah. I think it does a DMT in the 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 it forces the production like... of DMT for some reason. Yeah. But I've been outside minus 14 degrees, three hours in a snowstorm with no shirt on, working my snowblower. So I know it works. Nice. Good job, man. Well, I've heard you, I, you know, I'm not trying to keep going or whatever, but too much. But I do I do remember the last time talking to you, me asking you about it and you talking about how, you know, they didn't have all these, you know, crazy poly- polyester and all this extra coat stuff all the time. And that, you know, you don't see other creatures out there bundling up in a jacket, you know, so we should be able to withstand more element than I think a lot of people do. They're the just, human body's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. They're just trained. I'll, I'll vouch for that. I'll vouch for that. Luis, you got anything for me tonight, buddy? Frequency and the static that's around us. We must shun it out. And meditation is one of the best practices you can ever hope to learn guided meditation could be the way forward just look up guided meditation and get started it's not easy it takes a long time for you to figure out how to meditate by yourself so use guided meditation because it takes a very long time for you to meditate personally all right yeah uh, what you got for me bandit man i uh on a on a positive note uh my chicken started laying eggs again like everybody was going there well no seriously like everybody has been if you've noticed like online people are complaining about um their their chickens have stopped laying like anybody who's gone has like from like a you know four or five chickens like me to 30 40 50 60 chickens and they've just all stopped laying anything Hmm. Uh, so I'm chickens are laying again, getting eggs. So it was a real weird, like four or five months we just had where we just didn't get even just one. I don't know. Jody, you, you have any chickens? No, but I know people who do. And I, and I've, I've seen a few things and light is a huge issue, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my, my, my buddy, his wife's got chickens and they have like, um, you know, the lights they have in, in um, like greenhouses, the, yeah, LED grow, grow lights. Yeah. They put them mm-hmm. in because when the sun in the winter time, there's not enough light for them, and that really triggers egg production. Eh? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it it really like and just like people were worried that it was what they were feeding them, whether or not it was just that time of year. But 
Yeah. I just mean, I'll out go, of the blue. I'll go I just back saw to a vi- I, just, I just saw a video on TikTok today, and the guy painted his whole chicken coop, just like a Kentucky Fried Chicken Barrel Colonel and everybody on there. And his egg production went up in less than three days. Oh, because they thought they were going to KFC. <laughs> <It's a joke. laughs> they thought they were going that. to KFC. I'm going to become somebody's dinner. Yeah, no kidding, man. Well, well, I mean, and I actually don't put it past them. We were speaking of the grain earlier being fed to farm animals and stuff. I don't put it past these corporations to, you know, maybe put a damper on things as somebody who's dealt with a lot of chickens i don't see that much of a downfall during the winter months and i know it doesn't get near as cold where i am but maybe that's my advantage i don't know I, I, that's why i can't get away from the heat i know it, i know i'm sweating even in the middle of winter for everybody else but hey i i, I like my hot temperatures it, I, I don't know i, I prefer it over the cold well, that's just always been they speak of georgia as one of the places where if the apocalypse comes you georgia's a good spot Oh, absolutely, man. We're 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 totally <laughs> something I learned a long time Cody, ago. He'll have a space for you because I know we, it's gonna get too cold up there. We I gotta have, get out of here. We have a lot of the same um geograph like geography as Jamaica. Hmm. People find that fascinating, but I learned about this from people that I know that live here in the state that do come from the islands and they say they come to Georgia because it is the closest thing to home in this country and it's practically a rainforest down here half the time man like it's our rainy season right now and then everything's flooded but then spring will be here soon and i can go back to playing in the river so and that's what i like to do bandit knows um i'm a river rat from the word go so and love to keep going with it but you know there i'll make a trip down there in spring we'll hit the river again yes there's a Oh, yeah, dude, you got to come too, man. That'd be great. So, but, you know, I've got all these great links to get back to Jody, guys. You know, you can get back. You can reach out to him. You can talk to him. I I know he loves to share information and make your day just a little bit brighter. And it makes my day a little bit brighter when I see him come through my YouTube feed because that's where I watch my shorts now since I'm banned from TikTok. So it's good to see. banned again? No, I just, okay, I've got a problem. I've been trying to upload a video for for four days and every time i hit the go to hit the upload button the video gets scrambled and it's not there anymore uninstall the app and reinstall it okay noted so you know just the daily struggle of doing things over here but you guys can find me everywhere as as well and you'll find all these links over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com you can find all my links there you can keep up with us over there on facebook at captain conspiracy and the freedom pirates as well as defeat the media and we've got uh, some more stuff coming soon. We've always got good stuff coming. And, of course, you guys that have been hanging on all night, I know you're waiting for your favorite part of the episode, which is our sticker giveaway. We've got our Unconstitutional Awakening the podcast stickers that we're still constantly giving away. You just hop over there to the podcast and more section and go to the part where this episode is to answer the tonight's riddle underneath the question. And I hope you guys are ready because this one's a little different. But what do sea monsters love to eat? All right, you guys, go out ahead and figure out how, how to answer that one. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll give you a hint if you need one. You can just message me on the website. I don't mind. But I think that's a good one. So you guys have a fantabulous evening. And I guess it's time to weigh anchor and get on out of here. So until next time, everyone, good night. <laughs>